0: Okay, Rabotai, tonight we're okay, we have a... Welcome everyone to the Wednesday Night Shi'ur, welcome all Torony viewers. Fash Temas, Asom, Ben Ben-Yan, Frida, bat Lul Nishmat, David, Aaron, Ben, Hana Esther, Rabotai. The Shi'ur tonight, the topic, the Inyan, is... I'm going to teach, we're going to learn tonight together. How to build in your life that the Shechina should be with you, even though it is with you all the time, but even more and more and more, how to put Hashem in your life, even more and more and more, where Hashem is going to go straight into your body and say, you know, I want to be with this guy more, I want to be with this guy more, I want to be with this lady more, I want to be... Hashem in your life is going to be a million times more, of course He's that right now, but even more. It's called, like it says in the Pasuk, Make a Mikdash for me. You make a Mikdash. And I'm going to dwell inside that Mikdash. And tonight, we're learning how to make that happen in our lives every single day that we live. Everybody's ready? Let's start it up. Let's start it up, boys. Let's start it up. It says... And this week's parasha, parasha Teruma, lifelong lesson as usual. It says over here. Ah, huh? I lost this place over here. It says, "Vayichuli Teruma." Everybody knows, famous, famous, famous. Yisrael, second pasuk of this week's parasha. take a donation. Me'et kol from a person. That's going to give with his full heart. Good? So it says, take a donation from a person that's giving with his full heart. That's one of its sounds right here. That one of the conditions to donate right now is if you give with your heart. Good? Clear? Clear. Now it says, T'chua read. Later on it says bring this, bring that, bring that, bring that. And later on than that it tells you about the Mishkan. Good? Everybody has it clear? Very simple. It says give a donation from your heart. Take a donation from your heart and much later on it says give this as a donation, the the gold, the silver, the, 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 the purple wool, all these different things give as a donation. And then it says, oh, we're building a Mishkan. Everybody's good so far. Now, the question is, why does it say that a person has to give with his full heart? He has to give from his heart. He has to give the donation from his heart. Why? And if I give a donation without my heart, you hear that? Over here we're building a mishkan, and it says you have to give it from your heart. And if I give a donation, not from my heart. What's the problem, then What's the problem? You go, you give a donation, here you go. It's not my full heart. Here you go. By the way, very famous, by the way. You should just know this. There's three types of donation. There's gold, silver, and like copper bronze. You know what I'm talking about? Gold, silver, and bronze. Everybody know what's gold? You know which is gold? Gold staka is where you're giving. For Hashem, you want me to give? I'm excited to give. Here you go. Now, silver is where the guy something is wrong in his life so now he wants to get out of it so what does he do, oh first thing, let me give charity the first guy gave charity with his full will Oh, nothing's going wrong in his life let me give a donation, boom second guy something happened, oh he's feeling uh, not too good all of a sudden, he's not feeling well oh you know what let me give. That's also good. Don't make don't me wrong. It's silver. Right? It's a different type of gift. You didn't give at the gold. But of course you should always give. No question. Now bonds, some say, I'm going to tell you one other version. Copper is where sometimes a person passed on and he left money. Oh, you know what? I want this money to be given after he dies. He writes a trust. Or something like that. It's very good. Don't get me wrong. But it was hard for him to give it while he was alive. So he did it in an afterlife. You understand? Yeah, you hear what I'm saying? You know? Clear? Clear. But don't get me wrong. Every time you give charity, it's the... you don't understand what's happening in Shammai. I'm telling you, you don't understand why. Because what? what? Stakah tatzil mimavet. Stakat saves from death. We're not going to go into all what Stakah does, actually. But I'll tell you a quick story with Nebuchadnezzar. You guys know what happened to eu- Hanetsah? Famous story. He had a dream. One of the dreams was that he was going to have there was a tall tree in his dream going up to the sky and there was angels. An angel came down and basically there was an angel. How are you good? (laughs) Uh, uh, There there was an angel and and he told him, the angel told him basically something that he's going to, basically he was going to eat grass, something crazy. And Daniel went and told him, he asked Daniel, Daniel, what is my interpretation of the dream? Daniel told him, you should just know that one day, you're going to be out of your kingship. You're going to be out of being king. He said, so what should I do? He said, if you give charity to the poor people, you're going to see, you're going to be protected, well protected. And guess what he did? For a year, he started making sure all poor people was invited to his palace and were able to eat food, and they were eating, they were eating. He was saving them, saving their lives. So God didn't do anything to him. Finally, one day, he comes in, and the and, boy and is like, "What is all this commotion?" So these are all the poor people that come every day to eat. So get them out of here." He got them out of there. The second he got all the poor people out, let them uh, all rot, basically, boom. He became insane. S- insane, you know, insane, insane. He got crazy cuckoo in the head. The, the, the men couldn't control him. They ended up tying him and pulling him all the way to an unknown forest. This is all part of the dream, by the way. He was eating grass for seven years like an animal. Seven years, Nebuchadnezzar was eating grass like an animal, like a physical animal. Finally, one day... He says, wow, Hashem, wow. He woke up one day, he saw the sun, wow, this is all you, Borei Olam. At the moment, Hashem said, your decree is up. Because I wanted you to recognize that it's me, Hashem, that could take anybody down in one split second and could raise anybody up in one split second. You, you heard that? Hashem says, he's yeah, a wise guy over the side. He thinks he's king over the world. You have to recognize who is giving you the power to be king over the world. And God said, until you recognize it, you're going to still be eating like an animal, grass. And he kept on eating grass for seven years. The second he recognized it's all coming from Hashem, boom. But what was saving him up until then? The charity was saving him up until then. But after that, you didn't recognize, that Hashem, boom. And one second, Hashem could... Lift you, and one second, he pull you down. And I told you guys this story once before. I told you guys this once before, and I had it on recording. I, now I have a new phone, my old phone. I had on my recording. There was a, uh, I had a personal relative of mine. And he had an awesome position, this, that, 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 that. And one day something happened. The, the boss went a little bit nuts, and he's like, all right, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. Crazy. And he said, you don't understand, I was on the top. I was making crazy sales. I was uh, pumping up the company like crazy. How did he do this? What was he doing? He, he went ballistic. He just went, one day you're fired. Get your stuff out. Add it. Add it. Couldn't believe it. And he was crying to me. Crying. I was on top. You know how much money I was making? You know what I'm saying? The company was giving me everything on the house. I had their credit cards. I had figures. I had this and I had that. I was able to take out buyers. And I was able to get best friend. Everything he had. Boom. Everything. Gone in a split second. And I had it it at the recording at the time. And at the time, I said, Tell me one thing you learned from this lesson. And he said, One thing I learned, you could be on top of the world. And in one second later, one split second, you could be a multi billionaire. You know, Jeff Bezos, he's $160 billion, how much? Billions, right? In one day, the next split second, you have to believe in Munash Nehemaah, boom, we can lose everything. What do you mean Amazon going down to the drain? How can it be? It's very simple. Go look at every Uber right now. You know the yellow taxis? You know the yellow taxis? I know a guy. He bought maybe 200 medallions. Just bought 200 medallions, and it was like "It's an investment that he made. That's the yellow taxi, a medallion, medallion. Finally, the next week... He didn't even know. The next week, they started to, to spit out an idea of Uber, Uber, Uber. He was getting so scared. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Finally, Uber came out. All oh, the medallions. He couldn't even sell them. and He couldn't even do what he's going to do. Why oh, don't I buy a medallion? Go work for Uber. He couldn't believe it. One second, Rabotai, one second. Hashem told him on that side, listen, my friend, you think you're a wise guy, huh? You think you're in charge of the world? I'm putting you in power. And therefore, you got, everybody has to know that it's like Baruch Hu putting a person in power. But what saved Nebuchadnezzar, up until he got that punishment, was the tzaka that he was giving, really, to Nebuchadnezzar. It was the tzaka that was saving him. In any case, those are three levels of tzaka. But I'd like to go on to the main topic over here, which is, it says that you have to give a donation with your full heart. Why? Why I have to give him my full heart? Over here, in this situation, by the Mishkan, to build the Mishkan, I have to give him my full heart. Why? First question. Second question. If I were to tell you, if I were to tell you, you know, um, uh, give uh, give money, give a donation. For what? You know, you want to know for what? What is it? If you look in the Torah, the way it says is, it says give donation, give donation, it says give this, give that, give that, give that. Only until much later on, it says, what are we doing with it? Oh, we're building a Mishkan. We're building a portable Beth Mikdash. That's what we're doing. A Mishkan was a portable Beth Mikdash. Just like you have a Beth Mikdash. You know what a portable Beth Mikdash is? You know, it's all on wheels basically. You have the Mizbayah, you have the Korban, you have this, you have that. So therefore, that's what we're building. But it didn't tell us right away. First it said donate, 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 donate. Then it said, oh, by the way, we're building, we're building a Mishkan. Shouldn't you first tell me we're building a Mishkan so we need donations? Is that the proper way? Say the Torah should start off. Rabotahai, we're building a Mishkan. Everybody chip in. Donate. What does it say? It says the opposite. It says, oh, by the way, Rabotahai, you should just know uh, um, uh, we need we need, we need, we need donations. We need this, we need that, we need that, we need that. Okay. For what? We just we need this and we need that and we need that. For what? Until later on. Oh, by the way, building Mishkan. It should say we're building Mishkan, so we need donations. Not that we need donations, we need donations. And then finally, and uh, finally tell me what we need it for. You had a question. Everybody's good with that. So, anybody have an answer? Anybody want to throw out an answer? What do you want to say, Soli? Because isn't there an, an yon, like if somebody gives without full-heartedly, isn't it like you're answering the first question? Yeah. First well, question. No, the second question I wanted to answer. So hold that. I'll answer. I'll answer the second question like this. No, I said it in shema. Like this. Like this. I'm going I'm to give you the answer. You ready? Yeah. You ready? What was the, question? You ever, the, the question is that we're dealing with right now is you should first tell me. First, tell me, oh, we're building a mishkan, so we need donations. What does it say? It says donate, donate this, donate that, donate gold, donate silver, donate purple wool, well, donate this. Donate. First, tell me what you're building, and then tell me, no, okay, then give me a donation. The second question is the answer to the No, 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 I'll tell you like this, like this, listen. Example, take a sidur. When I buy a sidur, did I do a mitzvah or no? Could be a, Which mitzvah did I do? Did I do a mitzvah of praying? When I buy a sidur from the store, did I do a mitzvah of praying? So what is that? The the, the sidur that I bought is a hechshar mitzvah. It's giving me the ability to do a mitzvah. Clear or no? You hear what I'm saying to you or no? A lot of mitzvot are like that. When I buy tefillin, did I do a mitzvah buying tefillin? Or do I have to put it on to do the mitzvah? Buying tefillin is called a hechshed mitzvah. It's uh, prepping me in order to do my mitzvah. But if I buy tefillin and I don't wear it, I didn't fulfill a mitzvah. So what am, when I buy tefillin, am I doing a mitzvah? No. I'm doing a mitzvah. I'm doing a step in order for me to do that. You understand what I'm trying to say? Same thing by the Mishkan over here. If I were to tell you that I'm building a Mishkan, so therefore donate, you would say the donation is not a Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is the Mishkan. That's the Mitzvah. The Mitzvah is build a Mishkan. I'll give you an example. Sukkah. Is it a Mitzvah to build a Sukkah or is Mitzvah to sit and eat and drink and sleep in the Sukkah? Oh, so you're saying both. Or maybe you say, or maybe you say, building the sukkah gives me the ability to sit in the sukkah. You understand what I'm trying to say? When I build the mitzvah, when I build the sukkah, do I fulfill the mitzvah from the Torah of sukkah? Or, it's prepping me in order to sit in the sukkah. You hear what I'm saying or no? It's a chesher mitzvah that's prepping me in order to sit sit in the sukkah. Same thing about the mishkan. You would say, If it said Mishkan first, then what happens? What happens if it says Mishkan first? Aye. The money, the donations, is there just to... It's not a mitzvah to donate. The mitzvah is to build the Mishkan. That's the mitzvah. The donations is just the preparation to fulfill the Mishkan. You know what I'm saying? A little bit is confusing. Very, very simple. Very simple. Very simple. And that's the same thing... We could say, the Torah didn't say we're building a mishkan. You know why? Because if we say we're building a mishkan, and then we say donate, so what are we saying? The mishkan is the mitzvah. The donation is not the mitzvah. The donation is just trying to get you to, 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 to get to the mishkan. It's like the sidur example. The sidur is just getting to pray. The money is just getting to, buy, to get, get the mishkan. But it's not a mitzvah to donate. So therefore the Torah said, no, 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 no. no. I'm telling you right now, the mitzvah itself is to donate. Oh, and by the way, there's also a mishkan. You understand what I'm trying to say? So therefore, by doing that, it's a mitzvah, even the donation, even the one that you're giving is every single donation that you... You're right, we care about the mishkan, but don't forget, every time you give a dollar for that mishkan, that itself is a mitzvah. So therefore, we could say that the Torah went out of its way and said, donate, 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 and then it's spoke to the Mishkan, because we want to teach you that every donation that you give is a Mitzvah. You understand? Even if it doesn't get used. Yeah, very good. Even if, let's say, later on, you didn't build the Mishkan, he still got the Mitzvah. Why? Because the donation was the Mitzvah itself. Look how Hashem uh, 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 treated this mitzvah. He wanted us to get so much reward where he's saying every second, donate, donate, donate. Even if, it, you're right, like you're saying, even if the Mishkan didn't get built, Every mitzvah that I only I got a mitzvah. Well. Clear? Clear. But now, we're going to give you another answer. And that is, it says in Gemara Yoma, the ma'aseh of the tzaddikim are greater than the creations of the world. The deeds that the tzaddikim do in the world, the Gemara says, is greater than the creations of the world. That means... When a tzaddik does something, he's even greater than the creation of the sun, of the moon, of the stars, of this, of that. Now if you take it for example, uh, 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 let's say you want to paint something blue. So you put it in paint and you come blue. Correct? Yes or no? When I take a seed and I put it in brown, the dirt is brown, black, brown, what should come out A brown or black fruit? What comes out Yellow, orange, a uh, uh, purple plum, uh, 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 bananas, yellow, Every, everything comes out a whole different thing. How'd it be? You see how great the creation of God's world is. Look at that. I take something, I put it in, uh, uh, in the ground, and automatically comes a whole tree. How did it even happen? It, it just doesn't make sense. That's how great. And we're saying that the, the deeds that a tzaddik does is greater. Then the whole shemayim va'adits is greater than all these all these uh, uh, creations of the world. What's the explanation to that? Very simple. You ready for the explanation? The explanation to that is, all the creatures of the world. They're not having a a physical uh, battle. In order to do, for example, take the sun. The sun comes out every single day. And if you look on your phones, whatever it is, you could calculate when the sun is going to rise in another year from now. On your phone you could see when the sun's going to rise exactly the time. Next week it's going to rise 6, 15, and 30 seconds. You can calculate it. And guess what? If you look at your watch, you'll see exactly oh, 6, 15, and 30 seconds it rose. And guess what? It'll never fail. You want to know when the sun is going to set? You could check in another month from now when it's going to set, and you could see, oh, it's going to set uh, February this, this, this. It's going to set March 1st. It's going to set at 445. And guess what? Guess what? It'll set 445. How could you tell me that the tzaddik is greater? The answer is, it doesn't have a battle. He doesn't have a, a, a nature oh, you know what, I'm not going to do. It has no yes or that, it has no inclination. The human being has an inclination. Should I do it or should I not do it? So now what happens is, Hashem is saying, what do I care most about? The most I care about is with this guy when he goes against his evil inclination. When he goes against his nature of doing things, this is my guy that I want. You understand what I mean? Because it's such a beautiful thing. Think about it. Imagine you have, imagine, I'll give an example. Imagine you eat. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. You eat. When I come over to you and say, wow, he did such a great thing. You know, you ate. <laughs> Amazing. I thought you ate beautiful. Wow. You pat on the back. give a why, 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 why wouldn't I give you a compliment? Why? Tell me why. What? It's a normal thing to do. It's natural to eat. If you don't eat, you're crazy, right? Why are you not eating? You go to the guy, why are you not eating? So the nature is to eat, correct? Correct. But now, Tal, listen, imagine now you have a guy and he says to himself, well, I'm eating right now. But you know why I'm eating? I'm eating in order to stay healthy. I'm eating in order to stay strong. I'm eating to stay alive in order so I can serve Hashem. So now, I give you a tap on your back. You know why? Because of course you have to do that. But now, you went against that urge just to eat. I'm not just eating. I'm stopping right now. Imagine, I'm stopping right now. I'm saying, whoa. One second. One second. Why am I eating? Oh, I'm eating, what? To serve Hashem. Oof. That's why I'm eating? Now you deserve a pat on your back. You know why? Because you're going above and beyond the natural, automatic things that happen in our daily life. So That means tomorrow, when you're having your breakfast, lunch, and dinner, each time before you're eating, you just say, 30 seconds. Wait one second. I'm eating right now, in order, you say it. I'm eating right now, in order to serve Hashem, in order to serve Hashem, to stay healthy, in order to eat, order. and say it anyway, even if you don't mean it. Ramilla says that. Say it anyway, eventually it's going to come in, and you do it every time, every time, every time. They go up to Shema to 120, and they go to the guy, okay, what'd you do at the 9 o'clock in the morning? Oh, I went, I had a crazy waffle, and I had a, whatever it is, and I had a crazy omelet, I put avocado, and I put the tomatoes, and I had a crazy this, and, and I do the panini, I don't know, whatever you want to do. What'd you have for lunch? Oh, there's a hamburger for dinner, and, 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 and the special sauce, and the this and that. And they're going to tell you, wow, you're going to get crazy reward. What am I getting crazy reward about? Because before... You had that in so you did things above natural abilities. You hear me? Clear. That's clear. Now that we know that, we could understand why God said in the Torah to give with your full heart. You know why He's saying we give with your full heart? Because a person that just gives it might not necessarily be so hard. Okay, what do you want? Here. Here you go. But now I say, no, no, no. I don't want this money until you and your heart feel that you're so excited to give it, then I'll take it. That's much harder. Take a guy he's working. He's making money. Go ask him, oh, could I have... No, I'm not talking about... You have a large amount of money. Give me a large amount of money. Give me like a large uh, check. Give me a large check right now. Oh, the guy starts thinking, uh, what do you need that much for? You know, it's a lot lot of money. But you have the money. That's a lot of money. Rabbi, you know how long it took me to make that? But you have much more in the bank. What's the problem? It's not going to make you or break you right now. What's the problem? No, but I worked for it. I earned it. I did this or that. Fine, eventually the guy will give. But the question is, how is he going to give? Is he going to give with his full heart? All right, I made a donation. Uh, you gave me Aliyah Torah. I had to donate. Here you go. Oh, he's saying, Oh, I can't, I can't, you understand. I can't wait to give my donation. I can't wait, I can't wait. The guy can't wait until Shabbat's over in order to write a check to the shul. Wow. Imagine it's a different type of donation. You know why? Because he's going above his inclination, his nature. His nature is, okay. Uh, I'm giving. Well, I have to go crazy now. Make a whole party that I'm giving. I'm giving. Don't make a party. Make a party. You know what I'm doing? I give a nightlife donation. I can't wait to give the donation. I'm happy to give. Oh, you know what you yeah. have? Oh, uh, you know, the guy calls all his friend. Oh, by the way, they hit me up again. Oh, they hit me up. Hey, uh, nobody's hitting you. Nobody's hitting you. hit me up. No, so I remember I was outside and he was in the thing, he, he swiped his credit card on, a, on an organization, whatever, blah, blah, and he tells his friends right outside of the call, oh, they hit me up. Why are you so long? They hit me up. What hit you up? What hit you up? Who hit you? You got you. got a zekhut. You got a zekhut to give. Because all that money that you're going to be giving is all you're making angels and they're all going to come back to you and give you a million times whatever you gave. So that dollar, or the ten dollars, or the hundred dollars, or the three hundred dollars, or the five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, ten dollars, million dollars, whatever you're giving, it's all investments in your own bank account that you're going to get. It's all investment. What's the biggest investment that you can do? Is tzedakah. Because tzedakah, you never lose it. You will never ever lose by tzedakah, ever. Make sure you're giving to the right places. Make sure you're giving to the right places, of course. Derechem, man, this is a great place. Uh, But I'm I'm being honest. You have to be very careful. You have to be careful. You have to be careful to give to the right place. I told you, one of the Nevi'im cursed out the people. What was his curse? That the people shouldn't give the Maaseh to the right place. That was the curse. Imagine. the nevi'im wanted to curse the people. Make sure their Maaseh doesn't go to the right place. Why? Whatever. That was the curse. Because the person gives Maaseh he becomes wealthy. He didn't want them to become wealthy. You have to give Maaseh to the right place. Oh, he didn't want them to be happy. Boom. It's a crazy thing. But what is the Torah going out of its way? Go against your nature and what? And be happy that you're giving. Now that's, that's, that, that's big stuff. It's much a higher level now. It's much higher level. And now you know what's even harder? Should I tell you what's even harder? You don't even know where you're giving to. Imagine your friend makes a fundraiser in his house. Guys, come, I'm getting 10 guys, I'm making a fundraiser. Alright, I need everybody to donate 10000 dollars You 10 grand. And they know have, they have the money. $10,000, $10,000, $10,000. Everybody, 10 grand, 10 grand. So but wait, what are we collecting for? Don't worry, trust me, trust me. I'm, uh, I'm I know what we're doing. We're we we doing a good cause, 10 grand. You trust me, you know me from your whole life. No, I'm not gonna take your money. Let's go. 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand, 10 grand. So wait, wait, what's it? We're not gonna give you nothing until you tell us where we're taking it. Right, it's much harder. Now we say, no, if you don't want, then don't give. It's much harder now. Think about what's going on over here. What is the Torah saying in the beginning? Give donation. Why? Hashem said give donation. But what? For what? Tell me. Tell me where it's going to. Tell me where's my money going to and I'll give. But where's it going to? doesn't make a difference. Hashem said to give. You have to give. But what? But what? And later on we told you Mishkan. Now imagine how hard it is now. Now you don't know where it's going right now. You have to give with your full heart because Hashem told you to give. So now what? Now how strong is it to go uh, above your nature now? Tell me how strong is it to go above your nature? Because what are you doing now? I don't know where I'm giving to, because it says much later on, where are you giving to the Mishkan? And secondly, well, we want to give you a full heart. Yeah. But guess what? That money, that donation, gave the ability for the Shekhinah to come down. It wasn't the gold and the silver and this and that. No, no, no. It's the way, the emotions behind the giving that brought the Shekhinah down. That means in our life, Every single time that you go against your nature of things, just know you bring the Shekinah down. You understand what's going on over here? Every single time. A guy, guy's about to say hara. A guy's about, he has a juicy piece of hara. It's, it's in him. He's about to do it. His nature is to say it. Oh, I'm going to hold back. Whoa! Right now you brought the Shekinah down in your, on your own being. That's the biggest. Of course, is always with you. But now Hashem came even more. Imagine all of a sudden the guy's walking. sees a lady not Sniyut. She's not dressed properly. And it's hard. All of a sudden, I'm not looking. You know what you just did right now? You brought the Shekinah to your being, to your whole essence of your being. The Shekinah says, I'm with this guy. That's the guy. Look at him. Then you have a lady, let's say, She's getting make fun at all the time. Oh, skirt, no skirt. Her friends, every time she wears a skirt, oh, you're getting too religious. What are you doing? You're too religious. Come on, stop with this nonsense. Come on. What does the lady do? I'm going to go against my nature, and I don't care what anybody says. If this is what Hashem wants, this is what Hashem wants, and he puts on a skirt. You know how big Hashem wants to be with this lady? You know how much the Shekinah is with this lady Tell me? A million times we our regular lady, you know? She just went out of a way against all nature. And that's why, like we said last week, remember last week, what did we say? When a person gets made fun at and he gets screamed at, he has the power to say barakah, right? That's what we said. Imagine somebody embarrasses you in public. The first reaction is what? What are you crazy? You're telling me like this? Ah, you're a nobody. You're telling me, oh, you're a nobody. You're a loser. You're a this, you're a that. All of a sudden, you hold back. You have the power to give barakah to someone. Where's that power coming from? You know where the power is coming from? Because you went against your nature, so now the Shekhinah is with you, Hashem is with you more than ever. And that's why it says, when a person has a very big test, not to see a woman, right? He has a very big test. All of a sudden, what does he do? He turns around, doesn't look, doesn't look, doesn't look, doesn't look. It says, pray for whatever ever, ever you want. Pray for whatever you want. Ah, you know what? Because it's an etratzon. It's an etratzon. Why is it etratzon? It's a it's a divine inspiration over there. Pray for whatever you why because you won against the angel. Mom, Hashem is with you even more. So pray. Talk to Hashem. Now you're the closest to Hashem. Imagine you have a guy. Imagine you have a guy. His nature is he doesn't wake up in the morning. He just can't. He just can't. All of a sudden he's going against it. Tomorrow morning I'm waking up for Minyan. I'm going to pray in a Minyan. I told you, what's Sadiq? Tzaddik, he's extra praying in the minyan. Tzaddik is 90. What is the 90? 90 amenim. When you make the minyan, you're answering amen, amen. If you count the amens from the time you come to the shul, from Shahrim, you'll get 90 amenim. That's the tzaddi. Dawid is what? Is Gemachia 4. What's 4? Four? 4 is the ktushah. You know how many times we say kadosh, 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 amunites, Melokol, kolah, we say it four times. You know where? One in the brachot of Kriyat shema, One in the Amidah of the Chazara, of the making up. That's why you have to come to Shul. Because the Chazan says the Kadosh, 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 you say it with him. That's the only time. You need a Minyan to say it. That's the Chazara, when we repeat the Shagrit Amidah. Then you have what? Ubala Tzion. That, that we could all say even without a Minyan. But at the end of the day, Minyan says it. And the fourth Kadosh, Kadosh is what is It's so you have that four Kadosh Kadosh. mincha and the Chazara, when the Chazan goes over it. Then you have the Yud. What's Yud? Ten. Ten is what? Ten Kadishim that we say. We say ten Kadishim. Guy comes to shul, he has all the ten Kadishim. Then comes the Kuf. Kuf is a hundred. A hundred barakhot that we make every day. That's Sadiq. You want to be Tzadik? Part of being Tzadik is making the Minyan. Part of being Tzadik is answering the Amarim. Part of being Tzadik is making the Berachot. That's part of being Tzadik. That's part of being tzaddik. And that's why sometimes people will tell me, Rabbi, it's too hard for me. So why is it hard for you? It's because it's against my nature. I don't wake up for nobody in the morning. You don't know me, Rabbi. I don't wake up for nobody. So all of a sudden the guy gets up he says, You know what? Hashem, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to go against my nature. And I'm going to wake up anyway. Oh, you know how much the Hashem is with you right at that point? you're on like a turbo charge. You're on a turbo. Hashem just put you on turbo. You, you ask for whatever you want. Answer that song. Look, I'm going against my nature. And just know, every single time you're going against your nature, the Shekhinah is coming down more and more to you. Hashem is saying, finally, there's a guy out there that's going against his nature. It's about time. How many people are not going against their nature? How many people? Look, it says, Ezugibor, hakoveshet Itzro. Who's a strong guy? Not the guy who has big muscles. The guy who big josh muscle, this, that. He can't control himself. You put some french fries in front of him. Boom, 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 you know? What happened? No. He can't control himself. Then you have this small skinny tzaddik kitty, whatever it is, and he's eating the Shem shamayim. He's eating one bite. Ah, Hashem, thank you for this. And he's taking another soup. Thank you, Hashem, for the potato. Thank you, Hashem, for the carrot. A whole different thing. He was able to control himself. Different type of being. Different type of being. But guess what? I have news for you. The more you try and do this, the more you're going to get siatad dishmaya from Hashem. You know how I know? Very simple. The Shlach Kadosh, Rabbi Yoniton Irish, it says, if you look at the pasuk that I quoted, the second pasuk in was Parashah, in the beginning it says, get, get, uh, take a teruma," But at the end of the pasuk it says, terumati. What happened? it should have said terumah. It says in the beginning, take the terumah. And then at the end it should say, oh, oh, so make sure you take the terumah. Not terumati. What, what does it say? Terumati means like my terumah. What happened? Rabbi Yonatan Ayvish, it says, and Rosh bring out, they say you had some people that they wanted to give more than what they had. They wanted to give gold. But they had, let's say, one ounce of gold. They wanted to give ten ounces of gold. Hashem knew their intentions, what they wanted to give. And Hashem made it, they had extra berachah in that gold that they were giving that it happened to me that it became more when they actually gave it. Imagine you you melt down an ounce of gold. All of a sudden, wow, you see, I made two ounces of gold. Oh, I, the density was so great. I got such a baracha. You know why? Because God says, you're going to go out of your way because you want to give so much. I am going to be with you, That I'm going to make sure that you have beracha in that gold and in that silver and that money, whatever you're giving, because you really want it, I'm there with you, I'm going to give with you. I'll give you another, another crazy story. I'm to tell you this story. His name is Rav Leib Strauss. You have to hear the story, remember the story. His name is Rav Leib Strauss. Listen to what happened. He had a dream one night that he had to go to Hungary He had to go to Hungary to Mekarev to bring back in religion a 10-year-old kid. And they told him in the dream, this kid is a real tzaddik, but he knows nothing. What do you mean? He went, they told him it's next to this swamp in Hungary. He traveled and he went to the swamp. And he sees near the swamp a small kid with hundreds of like ducks and geese around. And now the rabbi is going to him and telling him, Oh, let me. He waits and he sees, I want to see what this kid's gonna do. Mm-hmm. He gets up and the kid starts saying, Hashem. This is what he writes, How can I repay you for all the kindness that you did? You gave me, the, the, the people gave me all their ducks and their geese to watch and they paying me for it because they entrusted me. Thank you, Hashem, for putting that, that in their heads to give me all the geese and all the ducks so therefore I can make some parnasah to support his mother that was a widow. Thank you, Hashem. And then he continues, Hashem, if I knew how to pray, I would pray. Hashem, if I knew how to learn, I would learn. But I grew up, he grew up in a place where there was no Torah and there was no prayers. But he went up and he said, Hashem, one thing I do know. I do know how to make a tumble sauce. And that's what I'll do for you. This 10 year old kid, he's in the swamp. All of a sudden, he says, This is one's for you! And he makes a tumble sauce. It's just knowing. And then he says, you know what, Hashem? I want to do something else for you. I'm going to make another tumble sauce for you. And he makes another tumble sauce. <laughs> True story, 10-year-old kid. And then he says, you know what? I'm going to keep on making tumble sauce until I'm tired. And he goes, I know, he's making tumble sauces, tumble sauce, tumble sauce. Finally, as he goes up, the rabbi comes up closer, and he ends up hitting the rabbi. And when the rabbi was there, he thought, Oh, sorry, rabbi, sorry, this guy got up. He says, you you're going to come with me, I'm going to teach you Torah. He says, but what do you mean? My mother, who's going to support her? I have to take care of her. Where's your mother? He says, my mother is here. says to his mother, here he, gave, he took out money and said, here's a year support from now I'm taking his son to learn Torah with me. And this boy, I quote, this boy became, he passed away already many years ago, he was known as Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Mikaliv. He became one of the greatest rabbis. You hear what happened? But I ask you, how did Hashem do that? You know why? Because this boy really wanted in his heart so badly to come close to Hashem. He didn't know anything. He said, Hashem, I want to come so badly to you. Guess what, Hashem? Please, I'll make this tumble so Hashem said, oh, you're that devoted to me? I'm going to make sure that you're going to get extra divine help from me. And he sent this person a dream, Rev. Leib Shraus, all the way to dream. But I'd like to tell you a personal story regarding this. And that is, um, I was once, about two weeks ago, I was telling two of my older kids, Shabbat today, I want you guys, you know, finish the Tehilim, or finish some part of Tehilim, finish, go read Taelim. And you see, my two older kids, they're reading Taylim, reading Taylim like, like with energy, I, 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 they're reading Taylim like energy. And my third kid didn't know how to read Taylim yet. She was too young. She was about five years old. But I saw on the look of her eye that she was very down. And I asked her, well, what are you upset about? And I, I knew already, she was upset that her sisters are reading daily and she can't because she doesn't know how. And you could see, you read it right through her eyes. I said, Come over here. This is what we're going to do. So what? I said, You're going to say right now, the olive bit. Before you start the olive bit, You're going to say, Hashem, I don't know how to read Tehillim because I'm too young. One day when I get older, I'll know how to read Tehillim and I'll say it. But right now, I don't know. But what I do know is, I know how to say the Aleph Bet. So I'm going to say the Aleph Bet right now. And Hashem, you make the Tehillim for me. And that's what the girl did. My daughter got up. And she started saying, Aleph, Bed, Gimel, Dalid, Hey, Bob, Zayin, Head, Tet. And she's going, and she's Kabana, she's Kabana, she's Kabana. And when she was done, Hashem, please take my Aleph, Bed, make it a Tehleh. Yeah? You hear? I'm thinking in my mind, you know how, how big this tehleem was? <laughs> <laughs> you know how big the tehleem was? I don't know what happened in Shabari, but for sure something crazy. You know why? Because to say a tehleem, anybody, you can't say tehleem? Go say it. Shirla ma'alot I say it. What's the problem? You can say it. But now go and really say it. Now go ahead, go against your nature and have that kavanah. It's a whole different daily, entirely. Because you went against that nature of actually having that kabana, and it's hard, I know it's hard. You have a guy praying. Okay, it's not, it's not so hard to pray. You, pray. you can pray, the whole Amidah, you can pray the whole thing in uh, very quick, two seconds. You're reading the words very nice. But imagine now, you go out of your way, and you put your heart, into your prayer, you went above your nature. Because what's the nature? nature of people is, they're lazy. People are lazy. They don't want to work. They don't want to do. They don't want to see. So now what happens? When he gets to the Amida? he doesn't want to put his focus on hasfish alone. But that's where you got to go against your nature and say, you know what? I'm going to put my Kavana with this. And I'm going to go against my nature and I'm going to have extra Kavana. Same thing that happens When a person, let's say, you have a guy, says, listen, my shiur, I only go once a week. That's it. Don't ask me for any more Torah. Once a week, that's my thing. That's it. So your nature is once a week. But now, imagine now you go above your nature and you say, wow, I'm going to do another shiur. You know how much Hashem will be so proud of you? Do you realize the pleasure that Hashem will have with this person that went against his nature? And that's, I have news for you. That's how the Mishkan was built. The Mishkan was built with the people going against their nature and what does the pasuk say? That they have to give with a full heart. They had to give with a full heart. I understand, they, people can give. You want to give, here's a donation, no problem give. Now you want me to be the happiest guy in the world that I gave you? Oh, you lucky I got, you lucky you got a donation. You know? now, then, now go pop a bottle, let's make a lahayim, you gave a donation, yeah, let's go. You know. I gave you, just relax, that's it. You want the Shekinah to be in the Mishkan? You got to give it with your emotions behind. It's not just giving. It's not just giving. It's giving with your emotions. I'm happy. I'm happy to help. Think about it. It says a person, when he does Kibut HaVa'em, sometimes a person could do Kibut HaVa'em, give his father a cup of water, worse than a guy who made him work very hard. You have a guy, he made him carry all these boxes. He did more, he did more, he than the guy who gave his father a cup of water. How could that be? How could that be? You know what the answer is? The guy who gave his father a cup of water, he comes to his father, hey, Dad, hey you wanted water, here's your water, come on. I was busy, you, you, you stopped me everything I had to do. I'm in the middle of a crazy business deal, but you want your water, here's your water, okay? And he walks out. That's kibbudavim. What do you mean, Rabbi? I gave him water. He's lucky he got the water. <laughs> That's kibbutavaim. I ask you, did he do kibbutavaim right there? He got his father water. Was that kibbutabim? Yes or no? I want to know. Then you have another guy who made his father carry boxes. And his father's sweating. Why, why are you making me do this? And he and he tells that. The doctor said that you got to lift something every day to have the muscle. I'm letting you do this so you can grab some muscle, Daddy. Wow. It's kibudah v'ev. It's also kibudah But what? You see? You see the difference in the service that they both did to their father? Did everybody over there see the difference? By the way, that's the same thing with us, with serving Hashem. Comes a, comes a fast day, Oh man, I got to fast today. Ah, come on, I have to fast. It's Yom now I have to do this. I have to, I have to go now to, to this. I have to do this now. Yeah, oh, come on. I, I can't, I can't uh, play with my phone on Shabbat. Oh, come on, I, I'm happy. I can't wait. I don't have to play with my phone on no, Shabbat. Thank you, Hashem, for Shabbat. <laughs> Imagine now a guy he has a multi-million dollar business, and now he has to close his business now. He says, Hashem, thank you. I know I have a deal right now. They they told me that if I open up Shabbat, I'm making $10,000, $20,000. But thank you, Hashem, that I I have to close on Shabbat. Thank you so, so much. It's hard. But guess what? It's against your nature. And God wants that, baby. That's what Hashem wants. He doesn't want the regular. Of course, He wants everything. But He doesn't want the the regular. There's a million regulars. There's a trillion regulars. But who is going on beyond his nature? Who? Tell me, who is going on? Which person do you know that's going beyond their nature? You know, there was Ravar Rikala. Ravar katla told a, a, a kid, he was a young boy, yeshiva boy. He, says, uh, he said, I can't learn. The kid said, said, Why can't you learn? He said, I have no desire to learn. I open up the Gemara, I have no desire to go. He said, You're the luckiest man, I wish I could be you. So you wish you could be me, why me? Ravar Rikala was the biggest yeshiva of the world at the time. Why you wish you could be me? He said, because you could learn. I always had a desire to learn. But you could learn and say to Hashem, I'm learning even without a desire to learn. You know how great that is in Shamayim? You know how great that is in Shamayim? You know, one guy said, There's a war. People go out to war. Hundred soldiers. How many do you think is real a warrior? You have a hundred guys in, the, in soldiers. How many do you think is a real warrior that, that knows how to fight? So somebody was saying, you'll have a lot of fillers, a lot of fillers, but then you'll have fighters. Then you'll have the warrior. You have fillers, they're the fillings. You know, people, they need people, they need company. But then, then you have fighters, where they good, <coughs> where they're good, but up to a certain limit and then you have the warrior where do or die I'm winning this war do or die over my dead body they're gonna win I don't care if I have to get to the guy's face and pop a bullet in his head because he's a warrior he's not just a fighter fighters will get let's say ten feet away from the enemy and just shoot him he, he, he doesn't have the guts to go straight to the enemy and pop him in the head Boom. But then you have that knock the warrior, where I'm ready to go and I'm ready to give it all and I'm ready to pump this guy. That's, that's, the, guy, that's the guy you want. That's the guy. Where's this guy? Rebo I. In life, in the world, there's a lot of fillers. You hear what I'm saying? There's a lot of fillers in the world. There's a lot of fighters. Hashem wants to see who is the warrior? You, you could be a filler. You can live your life. I did my thing. I, I clocked in. I did this and I did that. I was okay, Jew. Very nice. You could. No problem. You get rewarded for whatever you did 100%. Or you could be a fighter where you know I'm going to go full force. I'm going to do a little bit more than, than usual. Or you could be a warrior and say, I'm all in. I'm all in Hashem, I'm with you, I'm all in, I'm ready to change my whole being, I'm ready to change my nature, I'm ready not to get angry, I'm an angry person now let's say, I'm ready not to be angry, oh I'm very lazy, I'm very sluggish, I'm very like, I don't go move fast enough, oh you know what Hashem, I'm going to be a warrior, I'm not a filler, and I'm not a fighter, I'm a warrior, I'm going to go against my nature, and whatever you want me to do, I'm not going to just do, I'm going to do with all my energy. I'm going to do it with my passion. I'm going to do it with my whole being. Then he should just know you're a warrior. Just know you are a warrior and you will be king. After 120, they'll see you on a throne and say, You see, boys, this is the warrior that I wanted. Look! He would get it. We well, went against all his nature. Sometimes a person, for example, uh, he says, You know, I'm not... A dem- very, very many times you hear a person, oh, I'm scared to, let's say for example, somebody tells me, oh, I'm scared to get married, maybe why? Because of this, and maybe because of that, and maybe because of that. And then you have the warrior, says, yeah, I have all these worries, but you know what? This is what God wants me to do? I'm going to get married. That's it, I'm ready to jump in. Whoa, that's a warrior. That's a warrior. You know, people, they, sometimes they get scared at a certain point. Am I growing too much? Am I going too... Oh, relax. But what? You know, somebody once told me. They asked one guy. I think I forgot who it was. They asked him. You know, he does like um, uh, sit-ups. Reps, you know, sit-ups. They asked him, how many sit-ups you do? I don't know. How come you don't know how many sit-ups you do? Because I don't count until I start feeling the pain. And then I start counting, one, two, three, four, five. You know why? Because that's where you're building voice. When it's starting to hurt, just know that's when you start counting. Because you know what? That's where the warrior starts. That's the same thing over here in life. Sometimes a person in life, he says, oh what? There's a lot of peer pressure. Uh, it happens a lot to la- I ha- for, for some reason. I know sometimes a lot of ladies they, they call me, they reach out to me, Rabbi. I can't, I can't. What? What's the peer pressure? What if I become too religious? What if I wear skirts? Who is my kids? I had a, a girl lady call me up. What? Who is my kids gonna marry if I wear a skirt? Who is your kids gonna marry? <laughs> what is the kind of question? But the Etzrat plays with their heads and they think. Tuh, 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 By the way, it's the same thing with men. Men also, not with the skirts, but uh, uh, the, the, the men also. well. Wait, 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 man. Oh, they, they say, Rabbi, I can't make it to learning. Why? Because you don't understand, I have to hold this job, and I have to work this company, I just started this company, I have to build it. Rabotai, Hashem will give you extra barakah in the company if you go ahead and you sit down and you say, well, I'm going to set time to learn Torah. Yes, believe it, because that's the truth. Because that's the truth. You 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 have a job. You have a responsibility. You have to make panasah for your family, for your wives, for your kids to support. I understand what you have to do. But just know where it's coming from. Know it's coming from Hashem. You think Hashem going to hurt you? Oh, you, oh, you want to learn for me. Now I'm going to deduct hundred thousand uh, dollars. No, it's not going to happen like that. He's going to say, "Oh, you learned for me. I'm going to give you so much more extra." That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. I know people like that. All of a sudden they started to so they and learn, and that. I know a person that, that didn't make sense. They were giving extra. There was a company that, that they were going down, and there's that. And one of the brothers of the company started giving extra charity, extra garret So what are you giving extra Sotaka? Now is not the time. He says, no, now is the time. Because now we need Hashem the most. Boom! And they started giving and giving. And the, the company went booming. They thought they're losing. Because it's against the nature. Now I'm going to give? But guess what? This brother was a warrior. He says, yes, now I'm going to give. Now it's going to hurt me to give to that the most, and I'm happy to give when it hurts the most. And when we gave. That's the same thing. It's very hard for me to learn, because I have to run around and do this and do that and do that. But you're going to learn anyway? Do you know what you're doing? You're becoming a warrior. You're becoming a warrior. Yeah, that's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And when you have a desire to look at something that's supposed to look at, and you don't, just know you are a warrior. And you will be rewarded, you'll be rewarded as king in Shamai. After 120, they'll put you on a pedestal, they'll say, this is a king, by the way. This is king, because guess what? He went against his natural abilities, and he went up, up, up far and beyond what he felt and his capabilities are. And that's what caused the Mishkan to be about. The Mishkan was those warriors that said to themselves, I am happy to give. I'm not just giving. I'm happy to give. And this is a lesson that we have to learn. We have to learn from here, this week's parasha, that we're going to go ahead against our nature, against our abilities that we have and serve Hashem even when it's hard. And guess what? When it's hard, that's when we show, when we see that if you're a warrior or not. And you do it anyway.